Imagine knowing exactly what your students are learning and exactly which steps you need to take next. Join us in Down With The Reading Quiz to craft meaningful and productive formative assessments that move away from gotcha moments of basic recall and toward assessing what your students actually can do. In this 30-minute free masterclass, we'll share three powerful assessment keys that work for any novel at any time of the year. Head to shop.bravenewteaching.com slash masterclass to sign up, and we'll also send you a free workbook to keep track of all your notes. Once again, that's shop.bravenewteaching.com slash masterclass to nail formative assessments forever. Well, hello, and welcome back to Brave New Teaching, and welcome to one of our favorite, favorite episodes each season, each year, really each year. Like, I, I would say... Looking at this episode that we have done specifically at this time of year over the years, this is one of my favorite ones. Hi, Amanda. Hello. I'm pulling up my TBR 2023 list to see if I actually read anything from that episode. Okay. I'll do the same. I know I did. I I know I did. I also know that I deviate from... Uh, Yeah. (sighs) But but moods, Uh, right? Moods. Hashtag No, Totally. I like and recommendations. They come. Yes. Yeah, they come. Okay. Let's see. I'm dying okay. to know. This is what we're going to do today. We're going to talk about the books that we want to read in the new year. And we're going to talk just about reading and being a person and doing all the things that make you feel good as a teacher slash book lover slash human. Yeah. I like it. I like it. I like it. I cannot find my TBR from last year. So if you find it, you let me know. But Basically, if you are new to this podcast, here are a couple of truths about myself, Marie, and my good friend, Amanda, who is joining me here. We are book nerds, like through and through. We like reading books ourselves. We like reading books with our own children. We like reading books with other people's children because we it's a weird way to put it, but that's what it is. That's what it is. <laughs> As English language arts teachers... There's a lot of books that inhabit our lives. A lot, like we are those people that like books can easily become our personality. They are all over our houses. They are all, we are talking, we are constantly carrying books with us digitally and in hard copy. And that has infiltrated this podcast, that love for stories and for sharing stories and for reading to learn, reading to share, reading to explore and reading to escape. Like all of those things have definitely become a staple of our content calendars when we're planning podcast episodes. And so we get really excited to share with you all. And plus the feedback that we get from listeners keeps it going. Like if you guys were like, okay, enough already in enough numbers, then we would stop. But you have not said that. And I don't think you're going to because I think you're much like us. So here we are. Okay. So my list is on bookshop.org, which we love. And before we like start this episode, let me say that there are books on this list that I did read. Oh, look at you. I'm proud of myself. But then there are books I completely forgot about. So Okay. Okay. Well, you know what? I'm going to get my little self signed in here. I'm going to refresh my coffee and then we're just going to go for it. Are you ready? Let's do it. Okay. Cue the music. (laughs) 
You're listening to Brave New Teaching, and we are so much more than a podcast. We give teachers the inspiration, support, and tools to challenge the status quo. I'm Amanda, and I'm a former English teacher from Illinois. And I'm Marie, and I'm a teacher from Southern California. Join us at bravenewteaching.com to find out more about our courses, festivals, and get every episode's show notes. We're so glad you're here. Enjoy the show. All right, Amanda, do we want to start with the ones you didn't read, or do we want to start the ones that you did read? I almost want to start with the ones that you didn't read, like your discards. Well, they weren't even discards. I think I just forgot about this list. Right. I may, well, I didn't forget about the list. I have a lot of these on my bookshelf, but just didn't get to. So, okay, I haven't gotten to, and I need to get to Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow by oh, Gabrielle. you do. I read another That's... one of hers. I read The Storied Life of A.J.A. Forkey, and I loved it. But I feel like Tomorrow, Tomorrow, Tomorrow Times 3, I wonder if it just kind of got lost in like a holds situation. Yeah, I, I don't, don't know. know. Maybe. Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow. I need okay. to I really want to. And then another one on here that it did not get to. Where are you? Oh, um, I had Mad Honey on here. Oh, yes. And so I have that. I would like, I would very much like to read Mad Honey. Okay. Um, okay. Abby Gross is the one who yeah. is making me do it. So that's who I can blame. Those are two. Uh, oh, and Demon Copperhead, uh, Barbara King Solver. Another big, intimidating, like tomorrow, 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 and Demon Copperhead are big. Yeah. It doesn't really scare me, though. I read a lot of other big books in 2023. But anyway, those for sure need to get read. They're still okay. high priority. But I did read um, All the Light We Cannot See before mm-hmm. it came out of Netflix. I loved it. I mean, historical fiction has definitely become my thing. I did knock that one out. I knocked out Furia and all the Rudas of Petties we wanted to. I knocked out Our Missing Hearts. And last Quintista read it disappointed. So those are some things I said. So yeah, here and there. What about you? Okay. Um, I had, okay. What I plan to read in 2023 fourth wing done. Uh, a few that you, (laughs) yeah, done. I, I think I blinked and I read through that one. A few of these were for my kids, like Complete cookbook for young chefs. Definitely have worked our way through quite a bit of that. The Midnight Library was on here that I never oh, yeah. got to. Yeah. There's there are a couple that I can't remember if I read them or not, which tells me I may have I mean, it's honest to God, 50-50. Like there's one called The Court of the Vampire Qu- Queen by Katie Robert. I know I have it. I don't know if I've read it. So I had a lot of Colleen Hoover on here and I didn't read. A single one. Oh my gosh. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So right. what does that mean? <sighs> what would my therapist say about that? I it means that it's just not like she's just not that into it, I guess, is what that means. Yeah. I'm just not that into you. Mm-mm, I'm just not that into it. You told me to read The Monsters of Templeton. Oh, yeah. I did not read that. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I, I did read it for book club. It was the first book in January that we read as a book club. And I did not love it. Um, I think I, I think I read the premise for you because I hadn't yet read it. Yeah. I didn't read most of them on here. Okay. So that's, I'm not, I don't even feel bad. Like, it's just what it is. I just, I just didn't. Well, what about this year? What, 2024? Okay. What, are some of the reads that you definitely want to some of the reads 
that I definitely want to hit. Uh, a couple of that. Well, so I have three books in front of me right now because I wanted to try to like temper myself. So I'll talk about like one right now. Okay. And then I will yield the floor. All right. Fair enough. I have been on a rampage going through my house and trying to declutter for various reasons. But like a lot of it is because I just, there there are people in the world who can use some of the things and stuff was starting to rule my life and uh, it doesn't need to. And so in doing such, I have been organizing books and I found these books that I'm like, I remember buying this. I remember being really excited to read it. And then it just never happened. One of those books is The Poppy War by R.F. Kuang. And it's fantasy. Yellow Face. I think she wrote Yellow Face. Okay. I, it's supposed to be like so good, kind of dark, like definitely one that I would want to recommend for my students, but can't from everything I've read about it because it's got some, um, some pretty graphic scenes if it's the same book that I'm thinking of. I mean, like, if this isn't right up my alley, I don't know what is. It's uh, inside the cover. The flap says, she is a peasant. She is a student. She is a soldier. She is a goddess. Okay. All right. Okay. You had me at at hello. And the cover has this, like, beautiful, like, it looks like smoke. And then there's a a figure with a bow and arrow appearing to be atop a hill of some sort. They trained her for a war. She intends to end it. Okay, let's okay. go. How did I not already read this? Um, <laughs> and I know I didn't read it because the cover is too pristine. Like, I know I didn't read it yet. There are some books I look at it and I go, did I already read that? So I'm really excited to read this book because I think it's going to be one of those, like, I just have this feeling and from the things I've seen on like Bookstagram and Talk that yeah. it's one of those um, kind of all-consuming where you like, it's like like a Court of Thorns and Roses style, not... Not that they're the same, but that same um, effect it has on a reader like me where I'm just in it, <laughs> like all in, let's go, which is basically what I look for in a fantasy. Because why would you want to? Yeah, I don't know why you'd want to like space that out. Well, if you're doing a break from reality and, and looking at fantasy, it can't be for anything other than escapism. It's not like you're, you know, like that's what it's for. Right. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm pumped about that one. Yeah. How about you? What's like what the first one? So the first, my first thought is like, it's like funny looking at this TBR from last year. What I really want to read next year are books from authors that I loved this year. So like okay. two that come to mind, like I was knocked off my chair by two books, especially this year. One was All My Rage by Saba Tahir. Right. I'd love to read her series. She has a series that, yeah. dare I say, Sounds a lot like what you're describing in terms of... No, I know. Yeah. Shatter me. Yeah. And and Ember in the Ashes, too, is on there. So that's another one that I've got. Um, I want to check out that side. And then Bear Town changed my life. So I would like to read Us Against You and The Winners. Or maybe one and then the other one the next year. Because they are... They're chunkers. Yeah. They're they're hefty, hefty. They're they're hefty, hefty. So those are... Those, I'd say, are things I think I will follow through with. Because right. I could, I have like a TBR stack that's in like the eighties. Well, because yeah. when, you're, when you're using audiobooks, it's really easy just to like tag, 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 tag. Wishless, wishless, wishless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
so that's so the but but like truly what's on here um i also really want to read i've not yet read anything by jessamine ward um she's a new one called let us descend she's got a lot of books out there that i have not read and i really want to so that's one and then i'd say like other priority is i am dying to read the woman in me by britney spears i i don't know if i can do it I don't know if I can do it either. I think it's, yeah. it's going to be, I kind of have a haul about this, but I mean, I'm, I'm on the wait list for the, okay. the Libby copy, but I just, I don't know. I have such interesting thoughts and this is what we're talking about. I was wanted to talk about from the other episode about witches. Just, I'm very interested in pursuing texts and books that have like center women yeah. and the ways in which they're vilified for things that are greatly out of their control and just how, I don't know, for as far we've come, how far we actually haven't. And from what I've heard about her story and what I've heard about this book is that it's a lot about her trying to cope with being in the public eye and all of the things. And I'm very interested. Well, I love, I love a memoir. So I'm interested to see what it's like. I feel like it's going to be a really painful read. Um, I'm going to let you pilot that and then tell me if I'm in the right emotional state to read it. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) That's what we're going to do. I I don't know. So thank you for taking this on. Well, it might be, uh, it might be rough, but the New York Times article, I think I told you about that I read was likening Britney Spears memoir to the yellow wallpaper. Oh God. Which sent me down, right? This kind of like feminist, right? Which yeah. Is journey okay. of like, my brain. Yeah. And when you like, when you were saying uh, oh, witchcraft, like remind me, you know, like I'm going to talk about that one our TBR. I was like, oh, okay, that is not the turn I thought that was going to take. No, the turn, but but like I can't, I can't help myself from always thinking. People ask me all the time, "Where do you find supplemental text?" It's like that's not what I do. Like my brain is on this yeah. train, right? No, I of, get it. Like, yeah. Crucible leads to witches, leads to right. yellow wallpaper, leads to Britney Spears. And right. then leads what? to mean girls, leads to, leads yeah. To, leads to. And so like that's the track that I was on. And if if it's good, I feel like excerpts from the woman in me are going yeah. to be like that's your engagement hook with kids, right? Totally. Is, and then you're like, by the way, there's a thing called the crucible. Right. Hashtag free Britney and also Abigail also. Williams, yeah, um, which is an interesting bridge. <laughs> but like, that's exactly why my units are like so hard to discuss, and like, oh, I get it. I'm, get it. I'm with you. That's it. Yeah, that's, that's where I'm at. But we can okay. we can come back. I've got a bunch more that I can go. Through I like too. it. I like it. I have two more that I am prepared okay. to talk about today. That one is completely unsurprising. And the other one's just one that I've had for a while that keeps getting recommended to me and I need to do it. Okay. Okay. Are you prepared to talk about Iron Flame or should we save that one for the end? Because it is the one book that the two of us are both enthused about reading and currently in progress. It's not even like TBR. It's it's not even going to be TBR. It's going to be done. It's being R. Yeah. How are you? Oh, I'm not that far. I keep falling asleep because my kid is having, she's having a hard week. So like mommy gets really tired. <laughs> uh, okay. I am. Oh God, I'm 12 pages in. I'm also afraid of going too fast. I know. I know. I'm further than you. I'm probably about a third of the way through. <sighs> and 
I'm not, I'm not mad about it. I mean, it's, it's, okay. it's, it's great. I uh, feel like there's always, there's always that hard part about it not being the first, you know, like sure. revisiting places you're already familiar with. and like, that's fine. And I know she's got to, you know, like we got to do that. Um, but for those of you who have read Iron Flame, like the premise, right? We're we're going back. Like now, she's not a first year; she's a second year, right? This is and this is the this is the season fourth wing, yes, which has taken yeah. the internet and the world by storm, by yes. Storm. And this main character, right? She now knows things that she didn't know. Um, so it's kind of it's just interesting to be back in that world again with her. It's it's to me it's a little frustrating, right? Like she's trying sure. to keep a lot of secrets. So, so there's there's a lot of that internal monologue. Yeah. We're wrestling with keeping secrets. And I'm kind of like, okay, like just let's pick a on. lane, pick a lane. Yeah. Well, that was a lot of the first book too, though. Like if you remember yes. the last, yes. like, yes. but it was all new. Yeah. The last third of the book is when it all went. Brrr. Well, and she doesn't even know all the answers yet. So I feel like it's just like, it, I kind of feel like we're stuck in a little bit of a holding pattern and I'm, yeah. I'm ready to like learn new information. Cause right now she's just wrestling with like what she already knows. And yeah, I bet you you're right on the cusp. I one thing I've noticed about Rebecca Yaros, the author, is that she'll keep you there until you're like, okay, and then all of a sudden it's like, yeah. bam, yeah, yeah. <laughs> probably. So I enjoy that. Um, yeah, no, I'm all about it, and yeah. like, I, yes, I, I describe I it to a non fantasy reader who I was as like a grown up. Hunger Games. I feel, yeah. I feel like the argument for Fourth Wing and Iron Flame, it, this to me reads so much more like dystopia than fantasy. It does. Um, it does. Yeah. The the dragons are are just about as fantasy as killing children and cornucopias and you know, like that. Yeah. That, right. Like I feel like it's got more of that vibe than anything else because nothing else really feels I mean, they have magic, but the Ish. way the way yeah. it happens is like it's just it's just it is what it is. It's not like a big deal. It's just we just we just wield lightning. It's you know it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, you'll fi- uh, you'll figure it out. It's fine. Yeah. So it, it's good, and the the steam the steam is pretty good. This it's a, a okay. the spice is delicious. Yeah, I'm just saying it is. It's good. It's a good little sprinkle of spice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I still don't think it belongs on a YA shelf. Like, and yeah, I'm not like that conservative about that, but like. Um, it's because you and I think about it from a classroom. We think of young adult as 15 yes. year olds, not 22 yes. year olds. Yes. I mean, I'm like, I kids can read whatever they want, but I feel like I would feel awkward. Like I yeah. feel awkward when kids would recommend Colleen Hoover to me. I'm like, okay. Um, <laughs> when I have students, I have one student in particular and she, she, I had to tell her one day, like, honey, I, you actually have to stop reading this series because it is going to warp your understanding of relationship, like physical intimacy. I, you have to stop <laughs> at the quarter thorns and roses. I was like, that is not appropriate for you. When she was a sophomore last year and she was telling me that she was getting into like the second book. I was like, you're going to stop now. Yeah. Like I, I, I stop. Yeah. And she's like, what do you mean? And I was like, I trust me, tr- just trust me. I'm looking out for you. Not now, not appropriate. Thank you so much. It's not the time. No, not the time, but uh, it is for me, you know, as a grown ass woman, uh, I'm fine. In her other side of 30. Shut up. Actually, I don't care. Yes. Um, It's all good. That's fine. The last one that I have for right now is one that I've had on my shelf for a while. I love book of the month. I kind of come in and out of my book of the month 
subscription, just depending on like where I'm at. And I have one called Romantic Comedy by Curtis Sittenfeld. And I've had a couple of friends read it, one of whom um, she and I generally will align on realistic fiction pretty well, like the same, we like the same ones. She's also not a fantasy reader, but like when I do read realistic fiction, I prefer Dos Equis, right? Like this is where I'm at. And this was, oh, this wasn't that long ago. It's April of 2023. So it's not that long that it's been sitting on my shelf, but it's cute. It's about, it reminds me of parts of 30 Rock in like the Tina Fey aspect of it, because it's about a female comedy writer on like a Saturday Night Live show, basically. It's like that. Plus, have you watched on HBO The Sex Lives of College Girls? No. Is that what it's called, though? Maybe. One of the characters is an aspiring comedy writer. And so, like, some of the, like, things that her character arc and her story go through, like, I just... So I guess it's kind of into your, like, feminism piece, right? Of, like, females in comedy. And right now, I'm finding myself in, like, vulnerable moment in my own school working with a theater department with an improv team who have some interesting, I think just some of our kids, especially some of the kids who graduated in the last couple of years, instilled an idea that it's harder for girls to be funny, which is pretty, it's a, it's a, it's an overdone trope here. Okay. In, in life. Um, and so that I kind of come at this with that lens of everybody can be funny. Agreed. Yeah. So I'm liking it. I've I've only read a little bit of it and then I paused for a bit because I was like putting on plays. Um like I'm literally like 50 pages in. But okay. it's cute and smart and funny. Okay. And that's what I'm looking for. Sm- smart and cute and funny. Yeah, so. I don't think I'm going to get to it in the next few days cuz I have to finish Iron Flame. So this will be truly in 2024, but there you go. Okay, so speaking of smart and cute and funny, I've got some depressing ones to share. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> these, these are my TBR, okay? I will... Yeah, I'm not judging it at all. <laughs> okay, so I have a couple that are, like, popular that, like, I've heard them swirling around. So, Amelia yeah. Hart's Wayward. Have you seen stuff no. about this? You, you know I haven't. Let's okay. just let's just okay. assume I haven't. Yep. A spellbinding story about what may transpire when the natural world collides with the legacy of witchcraft. Okay, wait a minute. Sorry, say it again. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't listening to you. <laughs> Wayward. W-E-Y-W-A-R-D. Okay. W-E-Y-W-A-R-D. Na- narrators. Um, oh, I, I have should- not seen this. Helen and Nell Barlow are a magical moving trio. Their emotional and expressive performance of the parallel narratives ranges from touching and timid to tense and twisting from the library journal. Okay. This has been circulating quite a bit. It looks like it circulates between three time periods. So there's 2019, 1619 and 1942, which like that covers for me, right? Like I've got my historical fiction, my women, multiple yeah. narratives, crazy structure timeline but then there's witches. So like, I'm, okay, like I'm, I'm, right. I'm into this possibility. I am on a wait list for it. Okay. So there's that. Similar to Wayward, I've got on my list, 
What the River Knows by Isabel Ibanez. And I follow her on Instagram. She is a really cool person to follow her writing journey. But this one is Bolivian-Argentine Ines Oliveira belongs to the glittering upper society of 19th century Buenos Aires. And like the rest of the world, the town is steeped in old world magic that's been largely left behind or forgotten. Ines has everything a girl might want except for the one thing she yearns for the most, her globetrotting parents who frequently leave her behind. Uh, when she receives word of their tragic deaths, Inez inherits their massive fortune and a mysterious guardian and archaeologist in partnership with his Egyptian brother-in-law. Yearning for answers, Inez sails to Cairo, bringing her sketch pads and an ancient golden ring her father sent to her for safekeeping before he died. But upon her arrival, the old world magic tethered to the ring pulls her down a path where she soon discovers there's more to her parents' disappearance than what her guardian led her to believe. Okay, so we got... How are the two things that you have just said completely perfect for my team? This has never happened to us before. Never. Like, stop the podcast. Then why did you say they were all sad and dark? Well, I feel like, I mean, they're going to be. There's more. Way to bury the lead. Sorry. It is buried. This is, it says, the mummy meets death on the Nile. Oh my gosh. That's so fun. I know. It is so fun. Okay. All right. That's, I mean, I feel like it could be, it could be a little bit. I feel like Wayward's going to be depressing. I don't think so. Because when I looked it up, it came suggested with one of my favorite books from this past year, the um, Irregular Society. Wait, the very, what? What is it? The Very Secret Society of Irregular Witches was like one of the suggestions. Okay. All right. So, yeah, I need to get my little self to the library. I can't afford this. (laughs) I will. I will read The Covenant of Water. It is a 31-hour audiobook. So brace yourselves. Okay. It's in my my holds. An epic of love, faith, and medicine set in Kerala, South India, following three generations of a family seeking the answers to a strange secret. The Covenant of Water is a long-awaited new novel. Um, blah, 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 blah. Sold 1.5 million cover copies. Yada, 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 yada. At the turn of the century, a 12-year-old girl from Kerala's Christian community grieving the death of her father is set by boat to her wedding, where she will meet her 40-year-old husband for the first time. From this unforgettable new beginning, the young girl and future matriarch will witness unthinkable changes over the span of her extraordinary life, full of joy and triumph, as well as hardship and loss. Right. So I can, I feel I'm okay. feeling this one the way that's that an I'm Amanda story, hundred percent. Yeah. sons, like it's got sons vibes to me. Yeah, like, the whole life story epic. So that's on there too. But that's, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. that's a that's one. a that's a you story for sure. That's, that's like that's a quintessential Amanda pick. Do we call that chunker? Is that does that ruin the magic mm. of the story? I think we call it beefy. 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 All right, friends. Yeah. Oh, we could keep going forever. So I know we could, but more. we want to just get you started. Yeah. Sorry, I just talked right over you the whole time. No, no I was just saying more episodes. Let's go. Yeah, absolutely. And we want to hear from you all about what some of your TBRs are. So, like if you head to bravenewteaching.com, there's a link to leave us a voicemail. Or if you just want to like send us, you know, a little screenshot DM situation on Instagram, let us know what you're going to be reading so that we can start posting it all over the place because sharing is caring and all that jazz and all that jazz. Chicago. Yeah. And make sure you check out what's happening with the BNT Book Awards because it's fun. It's like real fun. Yeah. If you miss well, that episode, don't it, miss it. 
If you missed that episode, head back to the one where we're talking about what we read in 2023, because we told you all about the Brave New Teaching Book Awards and a really fun freebie that you can get for your class as well, all in the show notes. I hope that everybody has a wonderful day, a wonderful week, and a wonderful read. Yeah, and Happy New Year. A impending new year, a new yeah. book new you. If there's new anything, books, you? if there's any goal that you set, it should just be a reading one. I feel like there is no other worthy goal to set for a new year. We do have some fun things coming up though for like speaking of that, of just kind of new years and looking ahead, but doing so in a way that is mindful and not stressful, but still like pushing and challenging. We have a challenge coming up for you and we're excited to share it. But for now... We're going to bid you adieu. Say thank you for joining us, and we will see you next time. Go read. Yeah, go read. Bye. Thanks again for listening to Brave New Teaching. We'd love to keep the conversation going over on Instagram. And while you're there, check out the links in our bio for the most up-to-date events going on in the Brave New Teaching community. Thanks for being here, and have a great week at school. 